0: Did you know that you're not here to live up to your potential, but to God's? You weren't created to be better than other people, but to love them and to be preoccupied with your life purpose, not with your career. You're built in such a way that you'll be content when you're walking in the will of God and He is with you
1: thanks for joining us on life journeys a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings with global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life We're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope.
0: Learn to be content by God's grace when the world is pressing in hard. Did you know that you are built in such a way that you'll be content when God is near you and with you and you know it? You weren't created to be better than other people at all. You were created to love them and to build them up and to be preoccupied with that purpose in life, not with your career. You see, we're not here to live up to our potential but to God's. As I was sharing a podcast last week, God seemed to speak to me about what I was sharing. Apply it to yourself, was his hint. I was talking about setting spiritual goals too high for where we're at, and it was about making vows to God and oneself to be better and do better and walk closer, and his counsel to me as well as my listeners was, let God set the goals for your life this week. Don't keep trying to stay ahead of Him with where you're at. Let Him carry you, discipline you, and lead you. You can't walk where He wants you to walk without experiencing some refining times that have been planned for you, frankly. Don't be afraid of them. He said, I'm your ever caring Father. Let me accomplish what's best for you. Don't be afraid of the hard times. There's another day coming. As I began to write down what God was saying, I was reminded of what Jesus said in Matthew 11. Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. Well, the question is, how can I be content where I am in my life with no worry about my future? Number one, be content with what you have. It says in Hebrews to do that because God is with you. Your contentment won't come from someday getting all you want. You're built in a way that you'll be content when God is with you and you're aware of it. Solomon said, he that loves silver Shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loves abundance will be satisfied with increase. Number two, be content with what you are. A human being, you're not perfect. You'll fail and fall and get broken and hurt and angry and frustrated and afraid. Why? Because you're human. Stop trying to change what you are. It's okay with God. Number three, be content with who you are. You're not like other people because you weren't made that way. You'll never be a gold medalist, a Golden Globe, award-winning actor, even the best in the state at whatever your job is. Why? You weren't created to be better than other people. You were created to love them. Be content with being chosen by God, with being one of His royal children. One of man's biggest problems is being so afraid of what he isn't, instead of being afraid of who God is. Solomon once said, "The fear of the Lord tends to life, and he that has it shall abide
1: satisfied." Number four, be content with where you're going, with a sure hope of heaven.
0: Now, this is a big one. Learn to be content with the fact that
1: this world is not your home. So be content with what you have, what you are, who you are, and where you're going. As I prayed for direction
0: about not getting ahead of God's plan, the word content really came into clear focus. Be content with what you have, for I will never leave you or forsake you, he said in Hebrews. It's like a reminder of what he told Abraham as he was just beginning to be shaped for his walk of faith that would be initially complete twenty-five years later with the birth of his son Isaac. God spoke to Abraham at the beginning of this journey and said, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Having the presence of the Lord. The assurance of his promises and the power of his grace is more than enough. To slow down, stop trying to be a great one and live up to your potential.
1: That's really a great reward, whatever happened to living up to God's potential instead of our own.
0: I'll learn to be content in whatsoever state he was in. No matter who's in charge in the government, what kind of dwelling, a prison or a palace, he learned to be at peace with God. God put this into my heart over 40 years ago, and let me tell you, the process he used was highly unpleasant. I was struck with my first long bout of chronic fatigue. My experience was him telling me, you're striving too much. You burn the wick instead of the oil in your lamp, and it smokes, smells, pollutes, and is very dim. Burn the oil of quietness and contentment. I will never leave you or forsake you. When I heard someone say, you'll always have enough, one day at a time, I really started putting two and two together. I was trying to accomplish my Career instead of my life purpose. I started learning not to live with selfish religious ambition and to not live with a deep striving to be the best that I can be. Instead, I needed to learn to be the best that God was making of me. Everything else leads to sickness, weakness, and burnout, and honestly, it's taking me a lifetime to apply this. Do you realize we were created to live in the presence of God? we were created to be chosen by him and have his provision and peace without striving and without sorrow. The Bible says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Hey, let's learn to live that before they read it at our gravesite. Let's hear Jesus tell Martha, who was so busy with preparations for Jesus' visit to her house. You're troubled about many things, Martha. He would teach her, just sit here with me and rest. I wonder how much religious energy by pastors and church leaders has gotten the church tied up in knots with expectations that God is not laying on any of us. Of course, honestly, that goes for just about any Leadership in business today. The word is simply stop
1: wanting. The Lord is your shepherd. Be content with what you have. Be content. Period. I'm
0: not talking about settling for secondhand stuff. I'm talking about being content as a spiritual state of amazing rest because God is there in the room with you. Too often you and I are so busy between our ears that we can't see or hear
1: him with the eyes of faith that just simply rests. It's here that he'll lead you. When you stop trying so hard to prove yourself to yourself, to others, and to God,
0: and just learn the power of contentment in his presence, he can bring you to places in the heart that will just draw men to you. You don't have to strive. Rest, and he will come out of the shadow that your ambition has created. You're probably in a storm and you don't even know it because you've been there so long. You're straining at the oars in a boat that seems like it's going way too slow. The Bible mentioned the disciples in a storm that God forced them to go into, and it says, as soon
1: as they took Jesus into the boat, they got to where they were going. You don't have to have the nicest yard, the corners of the
0: rug all in place, or to answer the phone and let the world run your life. Or you'll never know contentment. Never know what it's like to be
1: created, to simply rest with Jesus in the room. Why are you so anxious, he said. Why are you so troubled?
0: I know all about everything you need. Why don't you seek the one thing that you don't have sorted out yet? My presence. It's the one thing you need. I'm the one thing you need. I'm the Prince of Peace, and no other can do for you what all of your labor has tried to do for the last
1: decades of your life. Stop. I'm right here. I won't leave you. And I am your exceeding and great reward. You worry about who you are.
0: I created you in such a way that I am who you are, when you rest in me. You worry about all the things you need, and you let the news terrify you. If I can take care of a bird who doesn't worry near as much as you do, and who isn't near as smart as you, why won't you let me take care
1: of you, who are of more value than the birds? Hey, let's learn to hear him say to you, come to me,
0: you are laboring and heavy laden, and striving, and I will give you
1: rest. I'll just give it to you. Learn about me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart. See,
0: you and I need to see Jesus with His arm around our shoulder and with a peaceful smile that cuts right to our souls with the confidence of the Creator Himself, causes a contentment that the world can't give. Let the world win the lottery but let Jesus win your heart and give you a greater gain that can't be robbed. Paul said, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our
1: sufficiency is of God. Did you hear that? I mean, really hear that? Paul went on to say, God spoke to him and said, My grace
0: is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest on me. Lord, I want more strength in my body. And he says, Son, my grace is sufficient to make you strong in your weakness. Learn that. Learn to be content by my grace When your world is pressing in hard. And finally, Paul says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Now, it doesn't say that His grace will supply you with an abundance of all things, it says that His abundant grace towards you will cause you to be satisfied so that you may have an abundance of good work, not ambitious work. You won't be preoccupied with your career, but with your life purpose. You'll have enough, by God's grace, to love God and people by being filled with who He is. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, *The Fortress and the Firebrand*, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. Do you realize we were created to live in the presence of God? We were created to be chosen by Him and have His provision and peace without striving and without sorrow. The Bible says He makes me to lie down in green pastures, He
1: leads me beside still waters.